Hello, and welcome to the podcast of the Center for the Partially Cited Newsletter, Sightlines, brought to you by Airs LA. I'm Steve Heller. This edition of Sightlines is dated Fall 2008. Using Tactile Cues to Help in Day-to-Day Living by Chris Nelms, Occupational Therapist, Director of Rehabilitation Services. A goal of the Center for the Partially Sighted is to maximize your sight through special glasses, magnifiers, and other devices. Sometimes, however, it is quicker and easier, or even necessary, to use other senses to assist you in completing daily living tasks. Identifying house keys, locating the settings on household appliances, Telling the difference between navy blue and black socks might all be made easier by using your sense of touch. There are many ways to mark items that allow you to use your sense of touch to identify them. Self-adhesive bump dots are one method. These dots come in a variety of sizes, shapes, and colors and stick to most smooth hard surfaces. Placing one dot on the front door key and two on the gate key can save time getting into your home. These dots can also be placed on the dials of your washer and dryer to indicate the start position and the most frequently used settings. Finding the 350 degree setting on the oven dial is often a bit more difficult. Place a bump dot or a colored mark at 350 and line it up with another indicator dot to assist in cooking. Microwaves often have a smooth touch pad. By placing dots on strategic numbers and buttons, microwave cooking can be less stressful. Bump dots are available at the center's low vision store. Other tactile cues may include something as simple as placing a rubber band on the shampoo bottle, but none on the conditioner, making two very similar bottles easy to distinguish in the shower. Organize your sock drawer so the navy and black socks are not next to each other, and clip your socks together when you take them off and throw them in the laundry basket. Or, sew a small bead, button, or French knot on the back of socks to make them easier to find and sort. Tactile cues can also be put on shoes or other clothing to help identify them. The center offers assistance in labeling and organizing your surroundings through our rehabilitation department. Our independent living skills specialists will come out to your home and assist you. Because we receive funding for grants and private donations, these services are free to our clients. To schedule an appointment, call me at 310-458-3501, extension 138. You can visit our low vision store, for tactile dots and other helpful items such as solar shields, large print address book, talking thermometer, and talking watches or clocks. Our next article is titled Relationships, Relationships, Relationships by Janice Goldhaber, Marriage and Family Therapist. As a psychotherapist working at the Center for the Partially Cited, I am continuously reminded of the power our personal relationships have on our ability to cope with vision loss. And because I am visually impaired myself, in a relationship with a fully sighted person, these reminders are both personal and professional. When a partner experiences vision loss, both partners face emotional and practical issues. 
We often explore the practical issues. I would like to give us all some reminders about the emotional ones. The issues vary in all relationships, and all relationships are complex. They vary depending on where we are in our lives and how old we are. But these are a few suggestions for all of us. Dependence and independence. Am I still independent if I have to ask for help from my partner and my family? Talking about roles and responsibilities in your relationship can help. Let your family members know what you need. Mind reading doesn't work. Do you still love me? I am not my vision loss. My relations with a partner or family are based on love and connection, and not on how well I can see. I can't drive. The division of labor and tasks in a family is always changing. It is easy to feel incompetent, but I may be the only one who is feeling it. Practical issues can create new roles and relationships in the family, and everyone might benefit from these changes. Let other people help where they can, and appreciate that you have their support. Managing stress. Sometimes, when people become visually impaired or when their vision declines, it creates new stresses for each person in the family, and especially for the person whose vision is changing. It is normal to feel anger, frustration, depression, or inability to cope. Simple things can help: a cup of tea, a walk, a conversation, a good book on tape, listening to music. Or just acknowledging what is going on around you can help reduce the tension and stress. Include your partner and family in the simple solutions. It is easy to focus on solving big problems, but ignore the simple ways we can feel better. Families are systems. When you become partially sighted or legally blind, it happens to you, but it also happens to the whole family. My husband, my wife, my children may not like the change that is happening. After things settle down, it will become part of our everyday life together. Be kind and patient with each other. Change is good. How do I accept what is unacceptable? By moving ahead with life in the best way I can. We might see each other in new ways and understand that we have more to give and appreciate each other for who we are. These are but a few strategies for coping with the emotional issues related to vision loss. The center also offers both individual and couples counseling, as well as support groups. For more information, call me at three one zero four five eight three five zero one. Extension one forty-eight. Counseling and support groups. The center has several options to help address your emotional concerns. Our therapists can meet with you in our West Los Angeles or Tarzana offices. Our support groups bring together people with like concerns to share their successes and their challenges. Special support groups include our diabetes support group. Our diabetes group in Spanish, and I Connect, a monthly group for working age people with impaired sight. Call to learn more, or go to www.low-vision.org. The next article is Low Vision Plus High Tech Equals Success. 
Low vision technology is making a big difference in the life of many of the center's adolescent and teen patients. For patients who can benefit, our optometrists end the exam with a demonstration of specialized technology that gives students with vision loss equal access to information in the classroom and at home. Gredge is a highly motivated student who wants to compete with his peers on an equal level in high school and later in law school. However, Gredge's vision restricts him from reading for long periods of time and taking notes, making schoolwork extremely difficult. Through the center's partnership with the Change a Life Foundation, Gredge was awarded a Zoom Twix video camera and laptop computer that have given him new hope of reaching his goal of succeeding in law school. Low vision technology, such as portable video magnifiers, large print or text-to-speech software, scanners, magnifiers, telescopes, and more can open up a world of possibilities for young people with visual impairment. For a free technology demonstration, please contact the center. Sightlines is published by the Center for the Partially Sighted, a nonprofit agency. Our mission is to improve the quality of life and increase the independence of children and adults with low vision. Our generous donors allow us to help nearly 2,500 individuals and their families each year. You can visit us on the web at www.low-vision.org. Our address is 12301 Wilshire Boulevard, Suite 600, West Los Angeles, California, 90025. Our telephone number is 310-458-3501. That concludes this podcast of the Center for the Partially Sighted newsletter, Sightlines. Fall 2008. I'm Steve Heller. Thank you for listening.